no pussies here. <laughs> Only pussies here. <laughs> True. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? I'm Tori. I'm Caitlin. And this is the Bossed Up Bible. This is the first episode, obviously, because... Because you've never heard of it before. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm like choking already on my own spit. She's already nervous, guys. I'm so nervous for some reason. I'm like, even though I'm a podcast veteran... This is literally the second podcast I've ever participated in, and the yeah, only but other one was yours, so... That's true also, but you're very good at your elevator pitch. That's true. My elevator pitch is pretty, pretty on par. Every time me and Tori have meetings, especially with new people, it's like, hi, I'm Tori Green. I <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm Tori. I'm an influencer. I'm an entrepreneur. I sing. I do so many things. But that's literally what her elevator pitch sounds like. And mine's like, hi, I'm Caitlin. You guys know what I do because you're all here because of me. What's literally. good? Yeah. She's like, welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyways, this podcast is going to be a lot different than Woof. So if you follow me from Woof, I'm sorry, no more butt stuff jokes. <laughs> yeah, no, I think my episode was also about butt stuff when I was on that. So no, it was about this feet. is not about butt stuff. Sucking anymore. toes. No, we're, we're not talking about toe sucking anymore. No, right? not anymore. We are talking about how we navigate going through life as women in a predominantly male-dominated space of being entrepreneurs and building businesses. And... The different trials and tribulations that we go through and any helpful tips and tricks that we've learned along the way that we are going to share with you. Free of charge. Wow. Free of charge, Free of baby. Charge. You're welcome. All those Free years is for that, me. <laughs> <laughs> all the years that I got fucked over and learned shit, you guys get to you guys that knowledge and you get to fast track that shit. Mm -hmm. Literally, I've been I feel like I've been in a year of trial and error. It's been like trial error trial error and it's hilarious because like i see all i see is error and everyone sees is success and i'm like i guess it's all up to perception but well yeah i feel like that's all in perception i feel like a lot of people don't really talk about their downs especially on social media especially and, like, on social media to the public they're just like oh here are my successes and you're not like oh here's i'm in the, the shitter right now and yeah exactly because i put all my money into my businesses and guess we're waiting for those to come through L Literally, though, I think that's the problem, especially like now in our world, we only see like people's final product and we never see the pro like the whole process of getting there. Um, obviously, all the hard work and time you put behind it. Also, especially building businesses, a lot of times um, you're obviously not getting paid. <laughs> you know? No, you're never getting paid. It's all sweat <laughs> equity and it's all for belief in the company that you're putting that sweat equity in for. And it's just a serious trial and error process across your life to realize when you need to pull out of that situation and stop giving your time and energy. Because although you're not putting money in it that you're going to lose, like time is money. And that's not a saying for no reason. Like you spending a year of your life on something that doesn't pan out is not going to feel good when you're a year older. And, and especially have to show. when you are putting money in it. It's especially even when you're putting even money even in worse. it, it's even worse. A lot of startups and a lot of like stuff you have to do in the beginning of becoming an entrepreneur and really getting yourself out there is sweat equity stuff. It is like believing in projects that aren't your projects that you're just kind of getting involved to get your network strong because your network is everything. And that's something that I've definitely learned and continue to learn every day is that whoever you surround yourself with is the knowledge that you're going to receive. If no one around you is reading, then you're not going to get recommended books. If no one around you is starting a business, then you're not going to be talking about the things that it takes to start a business. If everyone is doing one thing and it's not something that you're focused on 
or you're trying to succeed in, then you're really cutting yourself short. Yeah, that being said, your network is your net worth. Your network is your net worth. But that's actually very true because honestly, um, this past year I've been in and out of a lot of businesses and I've met a lot of people on the way there and I realized that a lot of times, um, even when it is your idea, I know Tori just said that sometimes you're like putting all this sweat equity into other people's projects. And uh, for me, I actually, all the projects I put a lot of time and effort into were my passion projects and they were my ideas. <laughs> so, and people kind of took them from me and wiped me of everything for that. And it, yeah, it's pretty discouraging and it sucks. But uh, at the end of the day, you have to pick yourself up and keep going and pushing forward. And I think that's one thing that we want to talk about, especially on this podcast, is how to keep pushing forward, especially when you are put in a situation where you feel like you're left with nothing. And at the end of the day, you're not left with nothing. You're left with knowledge. You're left left with yourself. If whatever is not a blessing is a lesson. And I strongly stand by that because I will fail a billion times, but you'll never see me fail at the same thing twice. I promise you that. Because every time I fail, every time that I don't get the thing that I think I wanted, I learn every single time. So to me, that is not failure at all. That is a lesson. No, I don't think that's failure at all. And I think also we need to understand that everything is happening perfectly. I know that's hard to accept for a lot of people that things are supposed to fall apart. Um, I don't know if anyone's been listening to Woof, but if you did, I was going through um, a whole like spiritual healing process for the past few months. And it basically taught me to let go of the things that are not working for me. And in the process, a lot of things did fall apart. As you can see, um, I'm no longer doing Woof anymore. Um, But at first I, I was pretty upset about it. And then I realized, you know what, maybe it Wolf just ran its course, and that's okay. And we're on to bigger and better things. And ironically, I guess this is kind of like the one year of uh, when that all started, especially this is when I started on OnlyFans around this time last year. And this is also when I started Wolf this time last year in this exact studio on this exact seat. <laughs> so, um, like, it all goes full circle. Literally, the whole thing comes full circle. Ugh, life. Technically, how long did you have Wolf for? Technically, we had Woof from November. I think we launched November. And then we blew up on OnlyFans in December. And then we stopped in July. And then episodes came out until September. (laughs) Like Tupac vibes. (laughs) Lived on. (laughs) Living on. I was like, this passive cloud be coming my way. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) But yeah, this is just, this is honestly like one of the first times other than my vlog and my music, like a lot of what I've done in my life is modeling and influencing. So I've pretty much been pushing like other people's agendas and other people's brands my entire life and building other people's businesses with my likeness. And it's really like empowering to be able to come on here and like share what I actually believe in and what I think about things and how I feel about certain situations and certain views on certain perceptions on things. And um, just to be able to like, you will see some of our cool friends. You're not seeing them yet because you're not that <laughs> special like, yet. Fuck, you're not that they're lucky. They're cool friends. <laughs> but you will see my cool friends at some point. And I'm just really excited to like also put people on that I feel like should be getting more attention for their creativity or for things that they're doing that are 
on the business side are just being unrecognized because either they don't have the clout yet or they don't have something that y'all need to know (laughs) well i think that it's funny that you bring up that you've been pushing other people's brands because if you don't follow tori tori is just a big influencer oh pushing lounge pushing bang Bang. pushing whatever (laughs) whatever the contract says (laughs) and it's crazy because i actually i am the opposite like i actually came into the influencer space as an entrepreneur i was always in the startup space and um, I grew my following mostly from OnlyFans, obviously, and from Woof. So, but besides that, I was always building startups, and a lot of these startups were my ideas. And I'm people know me as the brains. I'm the brains behind everything. Um, but being the brains behind everything, a lot of times, is pretty exhausting, especially when you're also the talent. So. <laughs> And a lot of times people try to separate that out. And a lot of times people think that if you're the talent, you shouldn't be the brains. Yeah, I've just I'm really used to being underestimated in a room. It's become like very common for me now to be the underdog, to be the one that like people think is stupid or people think isn't going to contribute anything. So that just honestly drove me to be more dedicated to stuff and to be better at things and to excel further so that when someone finally did like pay attention to me, they were like, oh, my God, like, how did we sleep on this? So yeah, if anything, like, like me, I'm like, bitch. bro, underestimate me, please. It only fuels my fire. Oh, like, me. please consider me the underdog, like, Dude, any I, day. I love when people underestimate me. I'm like, oh, bitch, you thought. Bro, it's so <laughs> much fun, honestly. I'm like, I'm like, oh, bitch, you thought. But it's hilarious because now people don't underestimate me. They're, like, scared of me. They're like, no, that, is yeah. a, that is a scary person <laughs> to fuck with. <laughs> because I always, I always come back so much stronger. Like, and it's hilarious because I'm like... It, it feels like sometimes I'm like, it's like a big fuck you. It's like hose mad. But like, you know, by the way, Tori's hat says hose mad. So that's My hat a- does say hose mad. <laughs> You're going to see this hat for probably all these episodes. I'm going to be real with you for like this whole month of episodes. You're going <laughs> to see this hat. Um, we're having a hair dilemma. So the hat is on the head. Hose, the hose mad, mad gets a whole ad space right now. You're welcome. Yeah. Is that actually- mad. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You're pushing someone else's brand. This is why you got to your own merch, bro. I'm Literally, this is why I yeah. need <laughs> um, the freaking the bossed up Bible hat, because then I'll be pushing my own brand. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. But, you know, we build to things. Everything is a growing process and a learning process. And you don't start at 100 and Rome was not built in a day. My parents tell me that all the time. They're like, Caitlin, make sure to eat, sleep. And Rome was not built in a day. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Bro, because I've never met someone that like matched my like, okay, we want to do this. Let's do it right Right now. now. So just so everyone knows, I built a site today. (laughs) I built the whole site for this podcast. Literally. And the branding kit and the marketing strategy and all of it today. And I'm like, let's record for four hours straight. Bro. (laughs) But we live on different coasts. So we kind of have to record everything together because not only do we live in different coasts, but both of us travel extensively. too much. So, oh, like, the fact that we're right in the same city, we just need to get a month's worth of work done. Exactly. Because that's who income. we are. Passive income. Passive income is my favorite topic to actually talk about. Yeah, I could probably Tori's- do an entire episode on passive income right now. It's the love of my life. Yeah, Tori's very passionate about passive I'm income I'm super right passionate now. because I like to travel and I don't like to be... Oh, I hate fucking doing things I don't too. like my income being tied to the amount of hours that I work. Like, you know... Like, oh, you work an hour and you get 20 bucks. You work an hour, you get 100 bucks or whatever that is. Like, I don't want the uh, the amount of time that I spend doing something to be 
the direct reflection of my financial income. So the only way to make that a situation is passive income so that you can set something up that either is really low maintenance for you to be generating income or no maintenance. Like, Yeah, no, it's crazy. I got Tori on this like book binge. So if, <laughs> if you ever end up, anyone that ever works with me knows that like I'm the biggest book bitch you'll ever meet. Like, and it's crazy because people always think I'm nuts because of like how I like branded myself on social media. But like you all catch me reading a book probably Friday and Saturday night most times. Literally. Unless I'm at the club until noon. It's like you get one or the other. Like it's there's not, no in between. There's no in between. Like, like I'm like I'm either reading a book like like a wholesome bitch in my bed like on a Friday and a Saturday night or I'm at the club until literally two days straight and that's all you get but it is it's funny because I think when I met Tori like we connected on the fact that we wanted to like actually build things that work and things that are sustainable and we both dealt with uh business relationships that just didn't work out and things that especially we were very passionate about we put a lot of time and effort into and I think that we really connected on especially especially that because a lot of girls especially in the OnlyFans space um don't really like want to do much with their brand like they're kind of just there for the money and I, no shade to you if you're there for the money but I think no that we're all there for the money but some people are there for it depends on what you want to do with the money like I personally want to make the money to put into businesses to build something so that when we already had the, the one scare with OnlyFans of oh my god like are they actually shutting us down type thing so like I never want to feel that again and I felt that with Instagram before and that's how I got on OnlyFans with the recession not the recession oh the recession <laughs> we went into a recession but yeah. with um, the pandemic and everything was just I didn't want to feel like my income was all coming from one place so I've really taken OnlyFans as an opportunity to essentially be my own investor in my own companies. And yes, like that doesn't mean that I can buy like Range Rovers and freaking. Okay. See, that's the thing is people like do don't all this understand. crazy stuff and like it's, have 50 Chanel bags. But, I you know. have it. So, <laughs> that's because you chose that. You know what I mean? Yeah. To reinvest in your businesses because I realize like there's a lot of girls that I hang out with that are like making the same amount of money as me, mm -hmm. but they have all the things all the yeah. things and like they're like where is your stuff and i'm like bro like i've been building businesses for the past year like the money that i make goes straight back into my businesses and Literally. then like that's pretty much it like and i was like it's not like i i make like a little amount of money like business just costs a lot of money you know what i mean yeah well but, that's the thing is a lot of people don't realize how much business costs and the, the saying like i love cliches in the way that like it's a cliche for a reason like it just makes sense. It costs money to make money. Like, we're not sitting here today for free. Like, none of this, none of life is free. Like, for you to be able to make money, especially your own money and not be working in someone else's company, working for someone else's dream, it really takes you investing in yourself. And that's not just the belief in yourself, but investing financially in yourself. And I, that's hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that that's what people don't get about business. And I think that's what we want to explain. Um, especially that it's not only time investment, it's not money, only money investment. It's also like a belief Spirit. in yourself. It's a spiritual investment. Literally. Like you really have to believe without a doubt that like what you're doing is going to be successful or it's not going to be. Cause how are you going to get people on board for your dream that like you don't even believe, believe in hundred percent? Like, and that's why I, I think it's crazy to me. Um, I know that 
I could be successful in anything I do because I was able to build a really successful business that I had like 10% belief in. Yeah. You know? And yeah. like, it's crazy because I mean, if anyone saw Wolf's success, like we were, we had like ha- over half a million followers and yeah, really. I believed in it probably 25%, you know? And yeah, like, I just want to do this and see what happens. Yeah. And it was also one of those, like the blind leading the blinds, like, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> we were, we were talking about OnlyFans and like, we barely knew anything about OnlyFans at the time and we were just teaching people like as we went and then we started getting more guests on and trying to give people more exposure and I think that's kind of when I started to like fall (coughs) out with it a little bit it it stopped feeling like in alignment because in the beginning I think it was more like just like shooting the shit with my friends and Mm -hmm. I I like had a good time doing that but then when we started just like trying to get bigger guests that had bigger followings that would like shout us out and stuff it started to like lose the authenticity that I was like really there for well I feel like what you were talking about kind of shifted from like teaching people about OnlyFans and hearing people's stories to like talking specifically about like sexual experiences that you had gone through or, like those guests that were coming on your show had gone through and I don't think that's that was ever not, what your intention it was, was it for was the show. not our intention at all so then you were picking guests like that weren't really they were aligned with what the show was but not really like what you felt your brand was so that would yeah, definitely so I, I think also it's it, like also I think our opinions on OnlyFans also shifted you know yeah. like how we were both going about making our content shifted I took the model approach and so what I was doing was a lot different than what a lot of other people were doing. I was investing a lot of money into my content and I was creating professional content and that's how I got into modeling and it's funny because also like I took an unconventional route into modeling by producing my own content and then I got now I get modeling jobs you know (laughs) where other people go the other route where they're signed to an agency and then they are working for you know brands and stuff like that where I went the other way so it is interesting I guess we'll probably be able to talk about both sides of it because Tori came up the other way oh literally yeah like a lot of people my most of my following is on Instagram and that's really come from like I remember when Instagram was something that people would just use as a filter app on their phone for their pictures and their nudes and stuff. Like the day that Instagram went public, there was a girl in my school who all her nudes were on Instagram because she was using the filters and like everyone saw them. And that was like really? my first introduction to Instagram. No way. What the and the f- way that I actually got inst- on Instagram, I was like, ugh, I don't really care about this. Like, I don't really want to do this. Like, I have, have Facebook. Like, what is this stupid shit? Like, Wait, really? I don't understand it. Yeah. How did, did you get into so, Instagram in New York? I, of course. I got it. was junior <laughs> year. And this guy made a bet with me. He was like, okay, this week, if you make an Instagram and I make an Instagram, Whoever gets to 200 followers 200 first, followers? You're like, whoever, bitch. <laughs> whoever gets to 200 followers first has to buy the other one lunch for a week. Lunch for a week? I was like, <laughs> bro. Like, Game on, motherfucker. He was like, but no bikini photos and no cleavage photos. I was like, you think I need to? Okay. I don't need to do any of that. I bro, literally, I, I was like clouded on, on Instagram. Bro, by the end of the day, I had 200 followers. <laughs> the end of Ho's the day. Mad. Ho's mad. Ho's mad. Ho's mad. Because I just literally, the second he said that, I was like, all right, I would save X amount of dollars every day of that lunch <laughs> that I'm going to make him buy. This you were a, a business, business person exactly. from day That's one. Like, I've always looked at this like like a business, literally. I was like, okay, I'm going to save this money. If I get 200 followers, I'll just walk around and ask like the everyone, it's a small it, school, like everyone to follow me. Ironically, it's funny that last week I was actually having a conversation with one of my guy friends and 
we were talking about Instagram and he was like, oh, I should like post more on Instagram. And like we were talking about like watching stories and stuff on Instagram. And he was like, you don't watch people's stories on Instagram. I was like, bro, like Instagram is like my business. And then really I watch stories, but it's like more informative. Yeah, no, I'm always looking for like content ideas. Yeah, like my Instagrams are very boring. I am very good at like reverse engineering business models. Mm -hmm. So I like to look at Instagram for that. And it's so fucking funny. Like my other guy friend was like, why would she he like he was like, why would she use Instagram like you use Instagram? That's like checking your email at the club. Like she doesn't want to do that. Like I was like, bro, no, I don't like to. I was like, I don't look at people's stories because I don't care what you're up to. Two, also, like, it feels very, like, I'm like, well, that's I just working know, to me. I just know, like, everything that I put on my story is very calculated. It's very thought out. Calculated. Calculated like, as fuck. Most of the time, there are times where, like, I'm going to festivals or I'm on vacation. That's why I love vacation, because you very much get the authentic me in my travel vlog and when I'm on vacation. But usually... My stories are very thought out because who the fuck looks good every single day? Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's not a thing. So if you have stuff that depends on your income and you have to look good every day on your Instagram, you're going to plan it out. So to me, everyone else's story, at least like majority of the people I follow because your workspace becomes who your friends are. I know that their story is not who they really are. I'll watch people if they have like a lot of close friends stories up. I'll watch that real quick. But like your regular story of like you promoting whatever drink or you yeah, like seriously i know i do the same thing like i don't oh, it just it, it just cracks me up too is because um so many people have such a problem with my social media persona and it's like i get into fights with people about this and i'm like i'm not that bad like i promise i'm like bro i'm like actually reading a book on a friday night but like i mean i make it look bad i was like i do only fans bro like I'm like, what do you want me to, to be do? completely honest, like, most of my friends that do OnlyFans are in their house reading a book on a fucking <laughs> Friday night or, like, watching we Netflix have no with their friends, dogs. I like, <laughs> I, when I tell you, like, I've never met a more, like... Homebody community. Homebody community, literally. Bro, I can't even because go think out. think about it, like, we... We are all people that decided, like, I want to make a lot of money and never leave my house and never have to do anything that I don't want to do. So imagine if you had God. no reason to leave your house other than your own will to just do something. No, and it cracks me up, too. Is and your income is actually better if you stay in your house. The more you stay in your house, the more <laughs> money you make. Like yeah, sobriety. I'm, <laughs> I'm drinking my tequila Red Bull from my sippy cup. But um, no, it cracks me up is actually also like I have like chronic like social anxiety bro i get so i get such bad social anxiety now and it's like literally like especially when i go out clubbing like i wear a hat every time and um still (laughs) my guy friends are like i've never seen a girl get picked up more like in a place where you're giving off the like i don't give a fuck vibe yeah so i'm like literally wearing like a like pick me yeah no i'm I'm a hot girl like come come date me like guys are like whoa like that's aggressive you're like bro leave me alone they're like wow why doesn't she care no, literally, and it's crazy. I like I always wear a hat, and I show up in the middle of the night, and I literally like don't want anyone to look at me, and people are always like staring at me, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, like, and, I, and then it, well, you it do is, like the celebrity, you're like, bro, you don't know who I no, am. No, but in a hat, like, don't look at yeah. me. Yeah. Like, oh my god, who is she? Why shouldn't I be looking at her? But then of course, then I get a bunch <laughs> of DMs later, being like, oh, I, I saw, saw you. you, and then I'm like, or I'm like, I hear someone scream my name, and I'm like. I'm like, it's not no. me. <laughs> I'm like, who's that? And then like, and then people will like meet me like at the club or they'll see me. I like, I remember there was this one day I went out and I had a bunch of DMs being like, I saw you out. Like, this is you like sending you my OnlyFans. And I was like, 
they're like, yeah, and I found, they're like, I saw you from this person's story, but I already follow you there. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) I genuinely do not like to post where I am until after I've left because I've had weird situations. Like there's this one time, I don't really like to travel alone. I don't like to go anywhere alone to be completely honest. Oh, I have a stalker that lives in my building now. I'm about to sound (laughs) super scared of life, but I grew up watching Law & Order SVU in New York. That's what you do when you're home from school and you're sick. Like you watch Law & Order SVU all day. That's just what it is. I've never seen that show. So I don't know if it's natural or if it's because I watch this show so much. I have like a ridiculous fear of being abducted or kidnapped. Okay, well, that with the fact that I have multiple stalkers i would be scared i've been i was literally on the subway on the way to work one day and i got a snapchat from a random username of myself on the subway saying i see you no dude okay crazy is so there was a guy that literally was coming to my apartment every weekend flying from new york Uh, literally to like come in like hot like like literally was like looking for me every week and i live at a so I live at a hotel, basically, yeah. okay? Basically, she is London Tipton. Yes, basically. And then, of course, um, I find out now the guy moved in to my building and befriended literally a Your guy I used to hook up with. To, like, And I was like, so they probably have like a Caitlyn hate club. And they, yeah, <laughs> it's bad, bro. And it's so bad, especially because that kid knows that I like am like horrified of this kid. And I'm like, and you befriend him because because why <laughs> you really find the most interesting characters i, I really swear. do they find me <laughs> no no not not at this point at this point there's always a story you gotta be you gotta be looking for them at this point because i've never met someone I'm, that and i'm like out people. there <laughs> and i've never met someone that meets crazier people than you do i i really meet the like the biggest creatures ever and i don't understand i think my face says like creatures please no like she's the person when she leaves my house and i know she's like going home i'm like please try not to like like, get into any shenanigans yeah like don't get like okay wait actually she'll get in in the uber in just an uber ride i'll be like bro how did you how did you mess up an uber ride yeah okay so yeah actually the other day literally i got kicked out of an uber and then the next uber picked me up and then he was like oh my god you're a model and then he was like holy shit turns around he's like you're the most beautiful person i've ever seen in my life and then like i said something about like how i was like on a magazine cover and he was like oh my god like can i see the magazine and i was like oh i happen to have it in my bag like because i was, was gonna show it to my team and and then he was like oh wow and he like gets out of the uber and also like i'm in joshua tree like secluded like there is no one around and it's just me and this dude is like looking at my picture and he's like oh can i keep the magazine and i'm like oh at my god point, yeah. i'm like please i'm point, like just i almost no then the he's like can i take some pictures of you so all of a sudden i'm like yeah like that would only happen to me though like seriously that's that's the facetime i got and i'm like <laughs> And it was finished by like, oh, and you should come to Joshua Tree. I'm like, bitch, you. I was like, I hate here, honestly. You think with this misfortune? <laughs> yeah, my crystal fell in his car. Not to be in retrograde. I'm going to Joshua Tree. Oh, I cried the whole time. I was like, I hated you. I'm so like, much. not only am I not going, but you yeah. should probably leave. Yeah, no, it was it was awful. And then I it was and I knew it was all going downhill too when my crystals fell out of my bag mm-hmm. in the stalker Uber's car. And I was like, keep them at this point, please. At this point. I'm like, I don't know. You can have something of mine, please. Not my dignity, though. <laughs> no, just get me to my destination. Yeah, but I was actually a little horrified because I'm like, we're secluded in Joshua Tree. Like, no one else is there. 
I don't know anyone. Well, yeah. that doesn't really make a difference because a fake Uber tried to abduct me and brought, well, it wasn't daylight, but it was on freaking 13th Street and 9th Avenue, right in front of Catch, in front of a giant group of people, like hella people everywhere. Oh. I got in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, secluded or not, they're out there, bro. They are out there. I'm telling you, actually, even like the, the guy at my apartment, that guy, I swear to God, he looks so normal, too. Like, you would think, and I remember seeing him being like, oh, fuck. Like, and I was like, I told the bartender, I was like, keep the double shots to come in. And she was like, what the fuck? I was like, that guy he's scary <laughs> it's like well he lives here now and i'm like well that's good because he should not and everyone's like can you please report him and i'm like bro i'm not gonna report a 24 year old dude like i'm like i, I could well, what would you even report him for i don't know coming around me <laughs> sky keeps looking at me get him out. literally get him out of the well, building because he was like blowing me up like someone like, check his credit score he's got to be falsifying no, something no, get I, him out of here i literally was like it was so funny i used to make jokes about it and i'd be like i'd be like Yo, someone get this guy a job. Like, this guy's always at the pool, and he flies from New York every weekend for a while. He was flying, like, every single weekend to, like, just hang out the pool and, like, wait for me. And then he would, like, follow me into restaurants and all this stuff. And I remember, like, saying to, like, literally Rachel, I was like, I was like, there's this guy, and I'm scared of him. And I, like, I don't go outside because of him. And then he walks in, and she goes, she was like, you were not lying. And I was like, I was not lying. I told you. <laughs> I literally told you. I was like, I'm like, I'm telling you, when you hang out with me, weird things happen. And like, I summoned No, they really bit. do. <laughs> they like really do. It's not okay. But. Luckily, like I'm always with D-Cut usually when I'm hanging out with you. So like. Yeah. So no, nothing weird would happen. Yeah. I know. Well, okay. But even. Yeah. I was going to say like, even D-Cut has met some people that I'm um, that like are Gary toward me and he's yeah, like yeah and he's like he's like what Caitlin, the fuck stay away from them he's like, I'm even scared and D-Cut uh, like and like you would not fuck with D-Cut no no one would fuck with D-Cut and like if he's a little nervous which he doesn't yeah. even get nervous <laughs> he's just like I don't want to deal with this situation so can we leave but no but he was like I'm scared of that guy like that guy scares me there are some sketchy people out there bro especially in Miami oh that's why i've oh i hate miami i really wind up in miami way too much you like, do end up I in miami really, too much i keep actually getting i really hate miami <laughs> oh i like i feel like i like love it now but i also feel like i am now starting to feel the florida vibes a little bit like if that i if I, if, if I leave my building i'm like ah, oh, i'm in florida <laughs> you know? yeah but if i stay in my building i'm like i'm in a palace like <laughs> that's it like i'm in the fortress but bro she needs a fingerprint to get to her place yeah like you it's but like that's but thank god because yeah, fucking, seriously you got all the stalkers in your damn like, building but the neighbors the neighbors are friends with the stalker and they live in my elevator so yeah but they can't get to your floor right no, unless my door, my outside door is unlocked. So yeah. that, I keep that door locked with like boxes against them. People are like, you're crazy. And I keep boxes against my regular door too. And they're like, you like have yourself like triple locked in here. And you're yeah, so I'm a scared. female and I live alone. I was like, yeah. I'm in like, a fortress. I, and literally. Like no one's coming to save no me one, if someone no one, gets in here. Literally, I would have to jump off the balcony. And I was like, I'm like, there's nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Yeah, because you have one and exit. Also, when I think about it, too, if I were to, like, yell, I don't think anybody hears no, me. No, not yeah. at all. The mu- you're playing music and you like, haven't had a noise complaint? No. No. no one's going to hear you if you yell. I literally heard my neighbors the other day for the first time, and I was like, I'm like, does that mean they hear me? And I was like, I don't think so. Like, I mean, I, I think a good rule of thumb is if you can hear someone, they can hear you. But I've only heard them once, and I've lived there since, like, April. Maybe they travel as much as you do. I doubt it. 
they sound like regular dudes. <laughs> I'm like, for what I know, it's probably my stalker on the other end of the wall. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> like, like, who knows, bro? I like actually was triggered because I'm like, I'm scared of the pool. I, but I think now he, of your own pool. Yeah, but now he knows. I think is because I think my neighbor like warned him. Like she's like kind of horrified of you. Like I wouldn't. But like I mean, still probably like freak her out a little, but like less. Like maybe don't do it as oh much. Oh my god! You know. <laughs> well, technically, if you're by the pool all day, then he might be an entrepreneur as well. Well. That, that's what, that's what my friend said they were like what does he mean like they're like caitlin if this kid has enough money to fly down every weekend stay where you live which is expensive and then he's can linger by the pool job, yeah like he's like they're like clearly he has enough time and money to Bro, fucking this is what i'm linger. talking about with passive income yeah. if you want to be able to stalk the girl of your dreams yeah. you got to get some type of passive yeah income literally like honestly together. take notes from that guy because he has he has enough time and energy to stalk me his passive income must be fire. <laughs> Everyone else be at their day job. They don't have time to hang out at the pool. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. That's when I'm driving in LA and like there's hella traffic at like 2 p.m. on a th- on like a Tuesday. I'm like, bro, where are you guys going? Why doesn't anyone I, have a I job? I used to wonder that all the time. I was like, where is everyone going? Literally. And they're like, you don't do shit either. And Literally. I'm like, and then I'm sitting here like... What am I doing in this traffic? Yeah. Where am I going? Yeah, and it's always, like, something stupid. Especially, like, us for, like, you know, models, influencer vibes. I'm like, gotta get my lashes filled. I'm like, Bro, the, my hard though. task of the day. Oh, yeah, today, also, I was gonna go get... I, I was gonna say Janice can hear me over here, but I was, um, I was gonna go get my ass suctioned. Oh, tubs. my God. Yeah, and I was like... <laughs> At um, Pete's Shack? Yeah. Yeah. But I was, I was scared, because I was like, I don't want to have to sit on my ass for another... for four hours and then have to sit on my ass tomorrow on a plane for five hours oh after yeah having after my getting ass. it suction yeah sucks. that would kind of suck that would hurt like a bitch so i was like okay i feel like i'm always about to go and then i change my trip for some reason and like either leave earlier or have to leave later because i'm doing something that i then can't even go to peachack so like i haven't been yet, is this like a go. real thing yeah. Okay, so I guess we are talking about butt stuff on here. <laughs> In a different way. But. In a different way. But yeah, that's actually my friend's business. She's an entrepreneur. She built that herself with we her OnlyFans money. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, she's giving us all the fat, juicy asses. Yes. She's like, I know you guys need this. No. Because I need this. So we, we allow do. me to help you. Help me help you. But actually, that is a great business because I I really need my ass suction cups because I'm not trying to go to the gym. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, Honestly, yeah. my favorite is M Sculpt by far, though. Really? You like M Sculpt? I do like M Sculpt. It's like a sh- shock. It's like electric. Does it hurt? <coughs> a little bit. I want ass shots. Didn't have They you don't the- work that well. Uh, I haven't gotten ass shots, but every like person that I've talked to or gotten a consultation with like says how much money it actually takes to have results and i would just rather squat than spend that money true i know actually when i, I used to wor- squat heavy and eat heavy i was gonna say what i but when i used to work out i used to have to eat every 30 mm-hmm. minutes and it was so annoying like i wouldn't be able to hang out with, well not like i like to hang out with anyone anyways so it's not to say who are you deal. hanging out with that it no was- literally honestly i remember one day I like broke my routine and I just like cried and I was like I need to go home and meditate 
And, like, during my protein shake, I'm going crazy. And then I, like, just gave up because everyone thought I was nuts. And that's why your network is your net worth, people. Because... Well, 100%. Like, there's been a lot... There's there's been so many times that, like, I've needed someone around me to check me for on something. Like, bro, you need to get your shit together. Like, you need to level up. Like, you're stagnant. Like, you're just... You're not, like, pushing yourself the way that you usually are pushing yourself. And that doesn't come from just osmosis. That comes from surrounding yourself with people who know when you're on your A game and who push you to be on your A game, not because they want you there, but because they know that you want yourself there. Who you surround yourself with is extremely important, especially when you're an entrepreneur because you don't have a boss to answer to. You are your boss. You don't have someone that's making you not go on vacation. You're not making yourself go on vacation. You don't have like, oh, babe, sorry, like I can't do dinner tonight because my boss is an asshole. Like you are that asshole. So it really like, the people around you need to be very understanding of when you're on your grind and they need to be so understanding that when you're off of it, they don't get excited that you're spending more time with them or that you're having downtime. They're concerned because they know that you want to be on your grind. Yeah, I think that that's a huge thing about being an entrepreneur, especially like when you're building your own business and you have your own passion projects is being like pretty transparent with people, like especially about what you want, because it's like a lot of times I have people working for me Mm -hmm. and a lot of times they don't understand my vision and they're trying to push my vision in the wrong way. And I've been like, honestly, like that just doesn't align with what I'm trying to build. And I get it. You're trying to move quicker or you're trying to make your money make your bag or you want to be paid a certain way or you want a certain amount of involvement but like I think that with business especially like when you're trying to build something with longevity you need to be completely transparent with the people around you like your friendships relationships your business partnerships to like tell people this is what I want this is what I need this is how to communicate with me this is when I'm available and when I say this or that please respect it you know, um, I do have a lot of friends that check me and sometimes people are right. Sometimes people are wrong. I will say, um, I think also a lot of times in business, a lot of people's ego gets in the way, hundred percent. um, because there is no one to check you. And that is the point. You well, know, I feel like a lot of times as people start to excel in business, especially if they come from nothing, you start to feel like, oh, I, if I wasn't right, like I wouldn't be this successful. And then you start to kind of surround yourself with yes people because you feel like your opinion is the best opinion and all you want to hear is more people tell you that. And that's a very dangerous situation to fall into because I honestly feel like the most valuable person on your team is the person that tells you no because that's the person that is not scared of you. That's the person that has their own opinion and doesn't really care what your opinion is about that. They disagree. And those are the people you need to surround yourself with. Not negative people. Yeah. The pe- I'm going to clarify. Not the people that are like, oh, you ain't shit. Your dreams aren't going to be anything. The people that are like, you know, I really like don't agree with the way that you executed that. And I feel like you could have executed it better if you did X, Y and Z. The helpful cri- like criticism, not the people that just shoot you down and have nothing productive to say to build you up you know yeah I was gonna say that is extremely toxic because I dealt with that a lot in the past year where people were trying to tell me I was not shit when I was the pretty much the root of the whole business so I'm like okay please tell me I'm not shit one more time and I will quit <laughs> I'm like I'm like good luck without me <laughs> you know? I'm like yeah. but and I've had to do that in a lot of businesses I've been like good fucking I've had luck to do that in a lot of businesses a lot of friendships a lot of relationships like I don't want 
I'd rather leave, and I, this is something that I had, to, I had to learn, and this is not how I've always been. Like, I'd rather leave before it gets toxic because yeah. I feel like if I leave before it gets toxic, we have a chance at, like, some type of relationship in the future. But if we get toxic, if we start throwing hate words, if we start really poking at each other's flaws and, like, fucked up shit like that, there's no chance of the comeback. There's, you're going to start talking trash about me. I'm going to start talking trash about you. There's going to be hurt feelings. So, like, if I feel like things are starting to feel a little off and like not align, I'll have the conversation with someone. But if the conversation doesn't go the way that it should be going, then I would just rather take a break from you in my life at that point because every, every energy matches energy. So yeah. if I'm matching to you and the way it works is like you can't, you can't bring people up. People only bring you down. It's really hard to bring someone's energy up that doesn't want to bring their own energy up. That's like almost impossible. It's like trying to make someone happy that doesn't want to be happy actively. Like you can't do that. So to me, if you're choosing to be in that lower vibration, I'm going to choose to separate myself from you at risk of my vibration lowering with yours because that's when I'm going to start getting defensive. I'm going to start getting aggravated and angry and start saying things out of turn that take me out of my natural character. So the people you surround yourself with are extremely important not just for your brain food and your you like who they are they tell funny jokes like it's extremely important when it comes to your vibrational energy as well i think this is exactly what i was going to say before is that you don't like you don't things don't just change you have to choose change oh yeah no and (laughs) i think people just expect to grow up get more mature like get smarter at what they're doing act smarter like like attract better people people just think things are going to happen for them and that's not true and that's why you have to pick people that are like actively on the same path as you and also you have to pick and choose your battles like maybe this just doesn't serve me anymore in the past week i've let go of a lot of friends like and that's like so weird to say like friends business partners um and i guess there was a full moon this week i'm extremely empathic so like it was very like fuck you fuck you fuck you but like not really but not really it was kind of like honestly with some of the people especially i was kind of like hey listen like maybe this like relationship has like served its course and personally i don't feel like fighting for it you know like and i had friends be like like i had one friend be like well i'm just extremely loyal to you i don't like the way you make me feel but i like want to like keep this friendship because i'm loyal to you and i was like that sounds weird Weird. you know what i mean i was like i was like because if i don't make you feel good about about yourself yourself, then choose that for yourself that i don't make you feel good about yourself and choose better for you like and i was like honestly i'm not offended and like the argument went in the like the way where it's like well clearly i want to be your friend because like i've been fighting with you for hours over our friendship but like i just want to tell you like you should treat me better or like this is how i want you to treat me and i was like hey listen like honestly you know, I think that this sounds really toxic on your end. It doesn't feel that toxic on my end. You know, if that's really how you feel about me, then for yourself, choose better. You know, I was like, because personally, like, I know I'm probably not going to change in regards to that. Well, no, I've had that same fallout with a friend, too, where it's like you're upset about core personality traits that I have that are not (laughs) like, yeah, I can't change that about myself. I am a scatterbrain controlled chaos bitch. Like, I haven't even booked a ticket for the flight that i need to be on in 48 See, this hours is like, we, this is why we get along so well that's literally who yeah. i am as a person <laughs> and if you're gonna get mad at me for that then we just need to not be friends 
because I'm not going to change. I've been like that my entire life. No, me too. It's honestly not an issue for me. I like being spontaneous. Me too. I like flying by the seat of my pants. I like not knowing what every day is going to bring every freaking day. Like that sounds so terrifying to me to know what's going to happen. No, well, well, that's sure. Well, that's crazy. I I got into a fight with my sister over that the (laughs) other day um, because she was like, oh, why didn't you plan ahead? And I was like, ahead. ahead. I'm like, this is ahead. I'm like, like, 48 hours out. 48 hours out. People are asking me about Halloween. I'm like, it's September. (laughs) I don't know where I'm going to be next week. You were on the phone before. You're like, like, bro, I only know what I'm doing up until tonight. And I literally Literally. was thinking the same thing. I was like, all I know is I have to be on a plane tomorrow. I literally get in my bed at night. I like fill out the night part of my productivity journal and my five minute journal. And I look at my schedule, and that's when I know when I have to wake up the next day. Yeah. But if no. you ask me in the day, I will not know. And that's because I genuinely, like, the past is in the past, and the future we do not have yet. All I have is the present. <laughs> future we don't have. So I'm completely invested in today. If I'm thinking, of course, like, there's future goals, there's planning things, but, like, if I'm fully into we're calculated. today. Don't rem- remember that. We're calculated. Unless it's we're scattered brain, but we're like, calculated. <laughs> There's a ranking system for my attention, and if it's occurring today, obviously, it's the highest on the ranking system. That is true. So, thank you guys for listening to the (laughs) Bossed Up Bible. I am Tori. (laughs) I'm Caitlin. This was our first episode, so it wasn't that directed, but you got to know a little bit about who we are and what we think and how we feel, so... You got some jokes in there, too. A little bit of joking, a little bit of joking. A little bit of butt stuff. Yeah, a little we'll butt stuff. We'll see you next stuff. time. <laughs> <laughs>